Joining me in this episode is special guest Melissa Benson, and together we are going to dive into the world of gratitude and unravel the transformative power of cultivating wild gratitude. Melissa teaches and mentors women to go deeper in their relationship with God and level up in their online businesses to dream bigger and fully step into freedom and fullness. Melissa is an author and a public speaker, but I adore her most for being a dreamer and adventurer, and I know you will too. Welcome to the Love Yourself Louder podcast. If you're a growth-minded gal who's ready to walk a joyful journey of living wholeheartedly, then you, my dear, are in the right place. My name is Nicole DeFelice, and I'm obsessed with all things personal growth, expanding our self-awareness, and getting intentional about practicing self-love. This podcast is where you will be encouraged and challenged to unleash courageous confidence and cultivate more meaningful connections in your life. It's time to start loving yourself louder. Melissa, I am absolutely thrilled to invite you to join me on this episode all about practicing wild gratitude. Melissa and I crossed paths on our journey as entrepreneurs while we were in the early stages of building passive income through leveraging Amazon for our private label physical products. Exciting times growing up together as little fish in that big pond. Absolutely. It definitely was and is. <laughs> Still a bit of a sea over there, but uh it, it was great to it was great to connect with you at that time where it felt like we were both kind of um younger in passive income entrepreneurship and and like in the foundational phases of building our business. And so I know that you've gone through some pretty big transitions since then, right? Like moved out of the Amazon space and into um, kind of like more purposeful work that's really lighting you up today. So I, I would love to hear about what that transition was like for you. Yeah, absolutely. So um, in 2022, I at that point had been in e-commerce for quite a while, like I think about like eight, eight years at that point. And um, I loved it, but I really honestly just started to feel this pull. That's kind of the only way I can describe it. It was like I was feeling this pull into something else. And um, and so, I yeah, I really just kind of started to feel like the grace lift a little bit. Even though things were going really well, it was like I could just feel myself feeling a pull in a different direction. And so um, I I started my Amazon business knowing that I wanted to sell it. But I really thought it would be like five or more years out. And at this point, it was only a couple years out, but I was like, I think it's time. And so that's kind of when I started the process of let's see if I can sell this thing um, and kind of start making that transition into the new, which at the time I really didn't know what it was, but right. You get it. <laughs> it's yeah. Like, yeah. 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 I don't know. I think it does tell you right though, to like, 
trust, you know, trust those nudges that you receive along the way where you're like, you know, I've, I've loved this space. I've spent some time in it. I've put some really valuable tools in my toolbox, but you know, when you start to feel like the grace or the passion sort of diminishing over time, you're like, it's time, it's time to step into something new. And so how powerful for you to know, to like trust that guidance, you know, and, and pave a new way. So where, where did that take you to? Yeah. So the process almost took about a year for us to find the right buyer. And we certainly did. They are absolutely amazing people. Um, but it took nearly a year, um, for that process to kind of, you know, finalize. Um, and then after that, I took three months off. I just was like, I had, yeah, I had walked through a lot. There were some other things that year that were just a lot. And so at the beginning of 2023, I, took like three months off and it was really, really good. And I just started to kind of like rest, really, really rest and kind of pray into like, what are the next steps? What's the next thing I want to do? Um, and that's when I really felt like it was time for me to write a book. And there's a lot of story behind that. Um, I had always wanted to, but it was really neat how that kind of came about. And I really felt like that was the next thing. Like it's time to release that thing. Yes, yes. <laughs> and I've seen you having... Just such an incredible passion um, for serving women, you know, in the entrepreneurial space and and like leading you to that incredible milestone this year, you know, of publishing your first book. Like, congratulations, girl. That is just everything. Thank you. So good. So tell us a little bit about tell us about the book. I want to hear all about it. Yeah. So, um, it's actually called, it's called hope surge. It's set up like a, like a devotional really, and really, um, an easy read set up topical where you can kind of just reference it again and again, but it's really just to help people level up in their hope area, the hope department, and just really like uh, the expectations of what we're expecting in life. And, um, it's kind of a neat story. I'll make it real quick, but it's a neat story how it came about because I felt compelled, um, to like send like daily. I was, I actually started with daily posts. I was going to post on social media daily just to like help with hope. Right. And, and I kind of messed it up. I didn't follow through. This was back in 2020. I didn't follow through with it. And then in 2022, it came back up again. I'm like, I got to try this again. Like I just felt that stirring in my spirit. I'm going to try it again. But this time I decided to text people because, you know, I think that we, we get the text way quicker than we get all the posts, right? (laughs) Yeah. So I had over a hundred women sign up to get these texts every day for the month. And I, I felt like within the first week or two, I was like, this is going to be a book. Like I didn't go into it knowing that, but, and that really is a big thing on my heart is just the power of your yes. When you just move forward and you don't know what's next, but I've seen it happen so many times in my life where I just said the yes. And then along the way, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is going to be something even greater. And so, yeah, that's how hope surge came about is really all those, those daily texts. We, I turned it into a book. So yeah. Mm. Well, I'm so grateful that you knew like to say that gentle no to the social media challenge and that giant yes, like to, to the texting um, strategy, because I was actually a part of that early crew that got your texts and it was so moving for me, like to be able to start my day every day with just like a little injection of hope and knowing that it came from you, Melissa, who to me, like you are a trusted steward on, on the journey to like wholeheartedness. So just like 
waking up and like having you right there every morning. I'm just like, okay, yeah, my, my girl's calling me up. She's calling me out today. Like, and I am going to lead in excellence because of Melissa. So I hope that, um, I hope that like the results of that are circling back to you from your texting community and you're getting that like invigoration and re-inspiration of your impact because like for me it was huge and and so I love knowing that like you took all that and and poured it into the Hope Surge book it's gold. Amazing. Thank you for telling me that honestly that blesses me so much cuz I think a lot of times like as entrepreneurs, we don't see what's going on, like behind the social media posts, behind the phone, behind the email, like you just really don't hear a lot. And I, and I think, well, that's a whole nother conversation just about being an entrepreneur, but it helps so much for people to say it. And so thank you for saying that. Um, maybe we just needed to hear that just to encourage all of us. Like when we feel like someone's blessing us just to say it because that means so much so thank you girl oh you are so welcome you are so welcome I think that is like the perfect segue to kind of into what we're here to talk about today which is all like practicing wild gratitude right I saw you use that term wild gratitude and I'm like oh I love that I'm I'm putting that on and I'm walking it out (laughs) amazing yes yeah so I know that Most of us carry like some pretty basic gratitude skills in our toolbox, right? Um, But I've seen you share like some really creative ways to celebrate gratitude and also um, how to get like really specific and intentional about finding gold in our lives. So I would love uh, just to dive into like some of that wild gratitude together. Yeah, amazing. Yeah, I, I, I really feel like this is where the gold is. Like, like you said, we can get really general. Um, uh, but when we really like start to get very specific and I'm talking very specific about like the individual things that we're grateful for, I feel like it just explodes like the gratitude thing, which is connected to so many things like our hope, our joy. It, it just fuels all of that. But, um, yeah, like, I mean, is it okay if I just give you like specific examples? Yes, people might say like, this is really generic, but you might be like, um, you know, I'm thankful that we have a vehicle. I'm thankful for our car. Right. You might say something like, but when I start to think about like, wow, God, like, thank you that I have money to put gas in my car every time I need it. And thank you. And just hang with me here for a second. It's like, thank you that I have that the tires keep their air that keeps us safe every time we, you know, drive on this car, drive on the road. Thank you. that My AC works and the heater works when I need it to. Thank you that we can afford insurance. Thank you that every time I get in this car, there's angels surrounding my vehicle. Thank you, God, that every time I drive down the road, I'm never without you by my side. Like your eye is on me. You know, thank you that all the places this car has taken our family and the memories and the conversations and the connections that have happened in this vehicle, like, Wow, God, thank you for that. You know, and so that for me is helpful. I just start getting super specific about it. And like, like even talking about it, it makes, I feel more joy, right? Jazzed up. (laughs) Like, do we dance? What happens now? Is this, is there a gratitude dance? (laughs) Amazing. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? And I know we'll talk about it in a second, but like, I actually feel physically in my body, like different after spouting all that out. I don't, it's insane. Like it actually does something to you physically, but 
And this reminds me too of a conversation that I was having recently with my husband. We were talking about self-care, but I think it applies here too, where we were talking about how a lot of times with self-care, there's like this, um, I don't know, like illusion or mirage that self-care needs to be this like grand gesture, right? Like if I'm doing self-care, I need to book a whole day at the spa and all of that sort of thing. And me and my husband were talking about, okay, well, that's not always achievable, right? And we really need to have strategies that are accessible in our daily life when we need them. Like if I'm sitting in at my desk and I'm feeling stretched, like I'm, I'm not getting up and going to the spa, right? I need something I can activate right now. And so we were talking about how do you get really granular so that you can take advantage of kind of like the lower hanging fruit. And it really sounds like that's what you're leaning into with this strategy of gratitude, right? Like we can be grateful. I can be grateful for my home. I can be grateful for my RV, or I can be grateful for like that RV being, um, you know, like, like the gateway to so many experiences that I've shared with my family and so many like memories that we have together, right? Like how do we really get down into it and like, I, that's just gold, Melissa. That's gold. Yeah, I agree. I It's powerful. Um, are you okay if I share another one? I just think this may encourage <laughs> listeners. Yeah, totally. I, so like a lot of times we're like, hey, you know, like I'm, I'm grateful to be alive. Right. But I started studying like all it. I, I could never, it would take forever to really study all of it. But I really started studying like all of the the miracles that are taking place for us to actually be living right now. And so I started to think about the fact that like you open your eyes in the morning and before you ever get out of bed, like there are dozens of miracles that are happening. And like the fact that there's, you know, real briefly, just like millions of receptors in your eyes that make your eyes function and 60,000 miles of blood vessels that keep all the blood flowing through your body. And Um, you know, we have like over 200 bones and I'm just like the fact that I don't have a broken one right now, like I'm grateful. And these bones have carried me to hike mountains and they carry me to walk with my kids. And for you, you walk out on the farm and you go see your beautiful cows and whatever it is, but your heart pumping all night long, like it's never stopped. So I, I know I could probably go for a long time on that, but I, that's really what it is. It's like, wow, more than just, I'm thankful for life, which I am. But when I really stop to go, like, literally, I'm a walking miracle. Oh, man. We all are, you know? That makes you show up different, too. Like, for yourself and for the world to be in that mindset. I'm going to steal that from you. And I'm going to use it tomorrow morning when I wake up. I love that. You are speaking my language, okay? Like, I'm I'm a neuro coach. And so you'll always find me geeking out on, on neuroscience and how the brain works and how, you know, like it, it fuels our mindset and our thoughts and beliefs. Um, so I love that the brain can transform our gratitude, right? Like into breakthrough that actually creates new neural pathways in our brain. Right. And so it can restructure our thinking, which is incredible. Um, and I know you've got some thoughts too about like mental, emotional, or physical benefits that either you've seen or maybe experienced, um, while practicing gratefulness? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Even when I, again, I, I'm, I really love researching. So when, you know, you talk about the neuroscience part, like I, I'm, I'm, first of all, I'm interested in the fact that you're a neuro coach. I want to hear more about that on the side, but I love that stuff. It's just powerful, but yeah, there really is mental, emotional and physical benefits of gratitude, like science proven that it will lift your mood and, you know, increase happiness and, 
that it improves the quality of your sleep. I know a lot of um, mamas struggle with like good sleep. And so it really actually helps you sleep longer and better. Um, I've seen it in my own life, just like reduce stress or like lessen that anxiety and um, even depression. Um, and the list really goes on, like what it does even for your immune system, um, self-esteem, like just so many things, even strengthening like your um, relationships and connections with others. So there really is like real science-backed stuff about just cultivating and practicing gratitude. Pretty incredible. And I love to, um, there's something on, there's, there's something in a connection between like gratitude and self-worth as well. I find that there's like, it's almost like gratitude kind of infuses, um, you know, like an, like a level up in, in how you view your, like your own value and, and the way that you engage with others. Um, so that's always a, a practice of gratitude that I find is like, it has like some, some additional accidental, uh, you know, kind of benefits just to like my identity, which is wonderful. For sure. I totally, I believe it because honestly, it's like what you're, it's like, you don't have time to focus on the lack or what's missing when you're focusing on what's there. And like, and again, just specifically with like your identity and your self-worth, if I'm focusing all the things I'm grateful for about my own self, my own giftings, my, what a, how I do show up, then I can't focus on all the stuff that I wish was better. Cause we all have that too, you know? Yeah. That lack mindset, right? Like it could just be a thief of joy. And so just to be able to like celebrate every day, like what is already in our hands, powerful stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So I know um, we're right in the middle of the holiday season and, and I think it's a time of year um, that might not be easy for everybody, right? Like it, it, I think sometimes people can fall into the comparison trap at this time of year, like, you know, what's on this person's table or what's under this person's tree. And so I'm curious if you have strategies or thoughts about how um, gratitude can be supportive, especially at this time of the year. Yeah, I actually, I really do. This one hits close to home for me, actually, because, um, and and I won't go into all the detail, but I've noticed um, just being really vulnerable that the last few years for me around the holidays have been really tough. And I think it can be tough for different reasons for different people. Um, and, but I, so this is interesting, you know, it's it's been tough. I've I've recognized that. But then this year in the month of November that, you know, they talk about the text thing I was doing, we focused completely on gratitude. So every day was literally just a focus on what are we thankful for? And I had this like revelation, honestly, just like a week or two ago where I'm like, wow, like Thanksgiving wasn't as hard. Like the holidays don't feel as hard right now. Like what's going on? And all of a sudden I made that connection. I'm like, I've literally been honing in on just being super, super grateful for all that's in front of me. And I'm, I'm just telling you from my own experience, I saw it make this season easier than it's been the last few years. And so when related to even like comparison, you know, either in the holidays or, or otherwise, I think again, it's just coming back to when you're tracking what you're thankful for, then you're focusing on that thing instead of what you don't have. Right. And, um, so I, I just, yeah, I feel like it changes your perspective. It increases your hope. And I just have seen it literally happen this year in my own life. So yeah, I hope that, does that answer the question? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I loved when you said, um, uh, what you focus on grows. That's 
beautiful. That is beautiful. Yeah. Because it is talking about like, if I can get intentional about celebrating at this time of year, it's just, I'm constantly bringing your awareness to the people in your life that you're grateful for, right? The things that you already have that you're grateful for and how that can enhance like the time that you spend connected, you know, around the table at Thanksgiving or, you know, like together on, on, in the holiday season. Like I, I think, and I also think, I don't know, is gratitude contagious? What do you think, Melissa? I totally think it's contagious. Just like laughter and joy are, I mean, you know, it's interesting, like just me and you talking, I, I feel more happy right? Then it came on the call. So it's just super, super powerful. Yes, definitely. Yeah. Oh, well, thank you for sharing your gratitude with me and I'll share mine with you. For <laughs> Yay. <laughs> oh, so good. So good. Yeah. And just like, while we're on that topic, I, I was just thinking about um, something that something that my family kind of shifted to just that, like, as an example, um, to get away from, you know, kind of like the, the, the focus around the holiday season where it could be like, you know, I, kids can sometimes get very focused on gadgets or, uh, like the quantity, right. Of, of giftings that they receive. And so, um, my family and I, a couple of years ago, we shifted to, um, the rule of seven with gift giving for the kids. Have you heard of that before? Tell me. Oh, it's cool. So um, what we do is, you know, like my husband and I kind of sit down, we make a list for each one of the kids and it's like rule of seven, right? So something that they want, something that they need, something that they wear, something that they read, something for them to do, um, something like uh, for me, right? So like something to like cultivate like their individual interest, their spirit, and then something for the family, a family gift. And so the idea behind it is like, how do we give the like give them what they want, but also bless them with what they need, right? Because like sometimes around the holiday season, especially for kids like you know that are out there kind of jamming out in public school, they're like, oh, Joey got an iPad, whoever, you know, and and it's like, how do we? How do we support them in um, bringing value to to like to the needs, right? Like to to just like you're saying, gratitude for like the clothes on our back or the book on my shelf, and like how do we put that under the tree and put that in their hands and have them really celebrate? Like, wow, this is the thing. This is the thing I needed, and so it is the thing that I wanted. You know? Yeah, that's good, and I love that you're teaching. You know that that you're growing that in your kids now. Um, because even as adults, I think it takes us time to like cultivate that and like really transition into a lifestyle of gratitude. So the fact that you're already like practicing that with them, just, just beautiful, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Trying, to, trying to pull them in. Right. Like, and I'm sure you do with your family too. Like, how do we be intentional around this holiday season of like, what are we really celebrating? You know, are we really celebrating material things or are we really celebrating like our love and connection and this shared space and, you know, like all, all the many other things that we can celebrate this time of year. Like we're not celebrating the number of gifts, right? Like that is not, that is not the jam. <laughs> it's interesting. Even in the last few days, I've heard more than one adult talk about how, um, they they really remember like the memories from this time of year, not the presents. Like they actually can't, sometimes you remember like a big present you got when you were younger, but most of the time you can't tell me every present you got at every age, you know? And so you really do remember the time together. And I know it sounds so cliche and kind of even corny maybe, but it's 
It's true. Like when you get older, that's what you're going to carry with you is that stuff. Yeah. 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 So like sowing a seed for a memory, right? You know, like a, a core memory for them for a lifetime. And then even too, like creating traditions, like how are we creating like a, a generational legacy of gratitude? You know, like how, how do we, how do we build beliefs and values within our children now that are going to influence like the gratitude and the way that they celebrate with their families years and years down the line, you know? Now you're talking my language. That's powerful, right? It's like, I will do that now knowing it will affect them and them and them like down the line. Like that's, that's the cry of my heart. Like I will fight the battle now if it means it'll be easier for them or if they will become a better person than I was at their age or whatever the case may be. But yes, yes. Yeah. That's a whole other conversation, you know, cause I'm, I'm, I'm definitely, we could do a whole other episode just about that because I, I'm really passionate about intentional parenting and, and I, I'm, I'm kind of like the change agent in my family for creating new cultures and new habits in a family unit. So that's something I'm super passionate about. We'll have to get together and talk about that again. <laughs> I love that conversation. I'm with you. <laughs> so good. Um, okay. So I really feel called to ask you this question because I think um, you carry such a wisdom in this arena. And, and so like, we've talked a little bit today about your journey, like up until this point. So like, you know, side hustling mama and Amazon mama and publishing your first book and, you know, even stepping onto the stage as a speaker, which like, I see that picture in my head right now. And I'm just like, oh my gosh, Melissa activated, you know? And so I just see you um, really owning that territory and authority and supporting women in their entrepreneurial space. And so I've got to know, like, do you feel like you've stepped into your true calling or your, your kingdom assignment? Like, what has that process or unveiling been like for you? Yeah, I, I personally don't feel like there's any arriving. So I do not feel as though I, and, and I mean, wow, I could get really vulnerable, but no, I feel like I'm on the answer. It really is no, because I feel like I'm on the cusp of really stepping fully into like my calling, my kingdom assignment. I believe everything that I've done up to this point it literally has been so purposeful, even all the really hard stuff that I walked through and, um, you know, all the things I learned and all the business things that I tried that didn't work. Like they're all culminating like to, and, and leading up to this point, I really believe that. And so I feel like I'm on the cusp of really fully stepping into, um, like serving people in the way I was meant to, you know? Um, but to, I, I don't feel like I'm even close to where I believe I can be or fully stepping into like all I was meant to become. And I don't think that has to be like a discouraging thing where we're like, oh, well, I, you know, you feel like you're trying to get somewhere. But I think, yeah, I think for me, I just, I'm, I always want to be growing. And I feel like every time I level up, there's going to be new goals and new things I want to achieve anyway. And, um, I just, I always feel like I'm becoming, and in fact, I, I haven't even shared this yet, but I, I literally in the middle of the night, the other night, I woke up and I just had the word become in my spirit. That's all I heard was become. That is so crazy because that's been my word of the year. I'm serious. That's like, that is so like, okay, Melissa, get out of my brain. <laughs> that has been my word of the year. And I'm trying to sprinkle it all over the place. That is so aligned. So tell me, what does that mean for you? 
Yeah, I have chills right now. I I feel like that's going to be my word for 2024 because for me, it actually means like it's time for me to level up in the things that have been the toughest. So for me, just real vulnerable, like discipline. I'm kind of a fly by the seat of my pants. I like the spontaneity. I like I'm creative. So so doing like the the discipline part can just be difficult sometimes. And so but I feel like to really step into all I was created to be and really become the woman and serve in the way that I can, I have got to do some things that are like, like I'm looking at her going in order to get to her, I've got to do some things. Right. And that's the becoming. So, yeah, I don't know. I would love to hear from you too. Oh man. Yeah. It's been a journey for me this year. I I think as well. And that's, that's why becoming has really been a theme for me is just, um, and even just this podcast is is a huge part of the becoming for me, which has all really been around um, like self-love and self-acceptance, right? Like even for me to like show up here and kind of own the power of my own voice and believe that like within that voice, there is wisdom to share for other people that has value, right? And even like when we were talking before this, whether I show up you know, done up with my hair did, or whether I show up in my PJs, like that my voice and my beliefs and my thoughts still have value and wisdom. And so that has been a real, a real part of my becoming this year. And I feel myself kind of just uh, gradually believing more in it over time. Right. And so I so agree with you, um, you know, about it, not necessarily being an arrival, right. That it is, um, kind of just an evolution, I think perhaps is the way to describe it. That's good. And I even, you know, I I totally agree. I love that language. And even just coming back to something I said real quick, if just to bring clarity to it, when I was saying becoming her, and I know people can't see me, but, and they can't understand what my mind is thinking. I am talking about becoming me. So I'm not talking about another person that I'm aiming to be. I'm talking about like, I can, and we all, I think we can see like our potential, right. Or the vision. And so that's what I'm talking about. Becoming fully really us. It's like the you inside of you. I have a coach that says that she's like, unleash the you inside of you. And I'm like, ah, oh, yes. <laughs> she's speaking my language and I I I so believe in that um and I kind of was talking about that on a previous episode of like how over time can we gradually unmask ourselves right masks maybe we didn't even know that we were wearing how can we gradually over time unarmor ourselves because we can't we can't give fully of ourselves to others unless we have the courage to be vulnerable. And so, you know, sometimes over life, we can kind of armor up, right? Where we're like, okay, this is your space over here and this is my boundary. And there is a difference between kind of healthy boundaries and boundaries that almost create distance or disconnection, you know? And so, yeah, I 100% agree with what you're saying um, that it's it's about becoming me the me that is within the, you know, the me that is most lit up, like with joy and purpose and impact. Like, I'm so glad that we dug into this question. This is it, right? This is so it. It really is. And I think, and this just popped in my head, but really giving ourselves grace along that journey. Cause especially if you're like a recovering perfectionist or, you know, you just have high expectations. I think there's just has to be grace. Like it is a journey. It is a marathon, not a sprint. Like you're in it for the long game. It's the infinite game. And so I've had to work on that for, it's like, you have these things and you can see what you want to achieve. And it's like, 
okay, it doesn't happen overnight. Like it, you know, just give yourself the grace in the journey. (laughs) Yes. And that it, it reminds me back to you when you were talking about, you know, kind of like just stepping into whatever this new season looked like for you. And you had kind of tested out like the social media challenge. And you're like, I'm going to challenge myself to post every day. And, and it didn't work out, you know, like you got a week or two into it and you were like, this, this isn't, this isn't resonating with me. And I can so relate to that because I did something very similar. It was like, uh, a couple of months ago, I I think where I, like, I was really stepping into, um, this space for me, like doing a lot of deep exploration of like my understanding of language around our emotions and our feelings. And so I was like, I'm going to do this on social media. It's going to be super vulnerable. Like, I think I called it like the head to heart challenge. And I was like, every day for a month, I'm going to talk about a different emotion and share an experience. And like, it was really, it was really fun for me and very vulnerable. But then like, it got to a place of like, two weeks in, you know, where, where like the momentum was lost or it it didn't feel like it was resonating with me. And like, again, the neuro coach in me knows why that two weeks is like always kind of the witching hour for people. And like the point when we really have to push through to get that breakthrough and and change our thinking. Um, But I'm, I'm also glad that I said, a gentle no to that social media challenge. And I'm glad that you said a gentle no to that social media challenge because both of those no's led to these yeses, right? Like I said yes to podcasting and this has been so fun, you know, and you said yes to texting and it turned into a book and who even knows where it's going to go next, you know? And so I don't know, just, just trusting those nudges, you know, along the way, I think is, is the way to be. I love that. That's so, so good. So good. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh man. Um, we've talked about so much here. I I don't want to let you go. I'm having too much fun. <laughs> it is so good. I love this conversation. <laughs> so as we're wrapping it up, um, at the end of each episode, um, I do like to share, you know, an actionable way to implement what we're learning together. So our listeners can start weaving an intentional practice into the fabric of their beautiful lives. And so I'd love to pass you the mic for this love yourself louder challenge, Melissa. Are there any actionable ways that you feel like our listeners can implement gratitude in their daily life? Yes, I definitely. Um, I was challenged many years ago in um, a book by Ann Voskamp. It's called A Thousand Gifts. Uh, do you know that one? Yes. 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 Okay. So she, I was challenged by that book to start making a list of uh, up to a thousand things I was grateful for. And I remember at the beginning going, a thousand, like a thousand. That's how could you ever write it? And not that I wasn't grateful, but I'm like, that's a lot. That's a lot. A lot. <laughs> but wow. I just, there's a, there is a ton of power when you start writing it down. And so my challenge for listeners would be to either carry around a journal with you in your purse, keep it in the car, whatever, um, or just use the notes in your phone, but really start recording throughout your day, every little thing that comes to mind that you're grateful for, because, you know, we talk about like, um, the, the neuroscience, but there actually is like proven, um, studies that when you write it down, you retain it better, like when you're learning and things like that. And so it's even for, for stuff like this, like it has greater impact when you write it down. And so that would be my challenge. Just start making a list one by one of every little thing you're grateful for. And again, just coming back to that, what you focus on grows, you know? So as you magnify those things, like 
I think that we're really grateful. People in general are probably really grateful for what's around them, but it's really powerful when you start to get specific about it and, and it will just grow and grow and grow. And so, yeah, I would, I would love to hear from people if they do that and how it impacts them. Oh, so good. So good. Yeah. I'm all about the written word. Like I'm old school like that. If I, if I, and you'll, if anybody could be in my space right now, like there's written notes everywhere because that to me, when I can put pen to paper and then see the words, it solidifies it for me in so many different ways. You know, I'm like, I'm writing it. I'm believing it. I'm seeing it. I'm believing it. And then I'm speaking it out. I'm believing it. So yeah. Power of the written word, Melissa, 100% loving that for this love yourself, love challenge like practice that gratitude and then capture it in a journal or something so good so good I totally agree Um, yeah so if listeners want to get more time with the amazing beautiful incredible inspiring Melissa Benson how how could they best connect with you I'm on um, Facebook and Instagram at melissabenson.co.co and then of course if anyone wants to to look into, um, you know, some of the resources I've ha- have out there for, you know, faith or entrepreneurship. Um, they can check those out at melissabenson.co, the website. And can I share the promo code that we have for them? Yes. Yes. Okay. Love it. Gift things for this season. <laughs> yeah. So just for the podcast listeners, for your listeners, uh, we created a special promo code. So if you use L Y L 10, um, you can take 10% off your purchase. If you wanted to grab the devotional or a gratitude journal that I'm going to have on there by the time this podcast or this episode airs, um, then they can grab whatever they like. Yeah. Oh, you are so kind. You are so kind. Thank you so much, Melissa. (laughs) Guys, go stack your shelves. Stack your bookshelves. Um, I have to have physical books for them to really like resonate with me. And so um, Hope Surge is on my shelf. I hope you guys go and, and snag it. And thank you so much for Melissa for um, just equipping the listeners with this gratitude journal so they can hear this episode. They can go take advantage of this promo code and just immediately start putting these gratitude practices into their life. So, so grateful for you and all that you do. And, and so thankful for you spending this time with me today. Same, Nicole. You are such a gift. I'm so excited for this podcast. I mean, I just can't wait to see it explode and all the the women you're going to bless. Really, you're amazing. So thank you for having me on. Oh, man. Thank you. I'm I'm going to like take that word today and just and, and imagine it like Melissa says it's going to explode. And so I'm believing it. <laughs> Ready to join the Resilient Hearts Revolution? I am so excited to share your transformational journey of self-discovery. Hit that follow and subscribe button now to get started loving yourself louder.